Hello and welcome to the She Reads Romance Books podcast, the ultimate show for romance book lovers looking for the best books worth reading. I'm your host, Leslie Murphy, and in each short episode, I share my favorite book list of recommendations so you know exactly what to add to your must-read list. Join me as I explore the romance genre and have fun collecting book boyfriends along the way, because life is better with a love story. Hey readers, welcome back to the podcast. Now, I probably say this about every episode, but I'm super excited about this one because I had so much fun putting it together and thinking about romance books that represent the five love languages. Now, before I jump into my book recommendations, let me back up and talk about what the five love languages are in case you're like, Leslie, what the heck are you talking about? Dr. Gary Chapman wrote the book The Five Love Languages in 1990, and it has gone on to sell millions of copies as a manual to help people foster their relationship after the falling in love phase is over. He highlights five love languages or ways that people like to receive and express love in their relationships. These love languages are acts of service, words of affirmation, gift giving, quality time, and physical touch. The book helps you identify what your own love language is so that you can communicate that to your partner on how he or she can express their love to you in your love language, but it can also help you then identify your partner's love language. The book obviously outlines each of these love languages, but probably the most important part of the book that he conveys is that you don't express your love for your partner with your own love language you express your love for them in the their preferred love language so for example if your love language may is gift giving so you love to receive gifts from your partner that's what really you know fills your relationship love tank if you will but your partner may not have the same love language. So giving your partner gifts may be nice and all, but it's not really showing them love in their love language, which may be quality time. So doing something special on the weekend with them would mean more to them than a gift that you could give them, for example. Okay, so we're going to use those five love languages to talk about some romance books where we see characters expressing their interest and love for their partners or hopeful partners in all kinds of ways, including through these five love languages. So again, I thought it would be really fun to pick out books with characters who express their love to their partners in each of these love languages in case you wanted to pick a book to see how a character uses, you know, words of affirmation to show his or her love to a partner in all the other love languages. I am big on talking about the reasons I read romance, and one of the reasons is because I love to learn new things. I think these books can give some insight into each of these love languages if they are new to you or you're not sure how expressing love through one of them would look like. So in this episode, I'm going to share a romance book that expresses each love language. But if you visit my book list on shereadsromancebooks.com, you'll find a total of four book recommendations for each love language. So be sure to visit that list for even more book recommendations. Okay, the first love language that I'm going to talk about is acts of service, because I think that's my love language. 
My husband knows that washing the dishes means so much more to me than buying me a piece of jewelry. It's the things that he does for me that really bolsters my love language more than anything else. Though, of course, you know, you can have more than one love language, but usually one is prominent and acts of service is definitely my top one. The first book that has a character who demonstrates what it means to express love through acts of service that came to my mind is Protective Heart by Brighton Walsh. This is a friends to lovers, grumpy sunshine romance about Everly and Beck. So Everly moved to town or their small town two years ago when she inherited a house in a vet clinic from her aunt. And over those two years, she's become best friends with Beck, who honestly doesn't like anybody. He's a total grump, but the man honestly would do anything for Everly. When there is an accident in her house and she can't stay there, Beck is the first one to offer up his place for her to stay. And, you know, when she needs something fixed in her house, he's the one who shows up without her even asking him to fix it. And when she's running around too busy to even eat, you know, working at her clinic, he's there fixing her breakfast or dropping off lunch. I mean, the man even reads the same romance books as her so that they can have their very own romance book club and talk about them. He even, I love this part, takes note of the parts of the story that turn her on and sort of stores them in his memory bank for later as hopefully acts of service that he can act out on in person. But I guess that's sort of veering towards physical touch love language, but I digress. Beck may claim to only be Everly's friend in this romance, but man, he goes out of his way to take care of her in every way making him the perfect book boyfriend and a man who is impeccable with demonstrating the love language acts of service. So check out Protective Heart by Brighton Walsh if you want to learn more about a character who is, yeah, he's just impeccable with acts of service. I loved it. The next romance book I want to highlight demonstrates the love language words of affirmation where the character gives ample words of affirmation to the one they're falling for to show how much they love them. The book that I want to highlight for this is Final Proposal by Kay Bromberg, which is a forced proximity billionaire romance and such a fantastic book. It is about Ellery and Ford who first meet on a stormy night when they are stranded at a hotel bar full of strangers. They have just sort of this really great connection that one night, but then their paths cross again when they become partners to transform that hotel into a magnificent resort. Only by becoming business partners, that makes them sort of off limits to one another, which proves really difficult to remember when they're both living under the same roof during those renovations. So our hero, Ford, is the third Sharp brother, and this is the third book in um, Bromberg's Sin series, but I honestly think it can be read as a standalone. So the Sharp brothers own Sharp International Network, a worldwide brand of luxury resorts, and Ford wants to create a new resort for the conglomerate. Now, Ellery, our heroine, she works for a construction company, if I remember, and where she works with her stepfather and her stepbrothers. But her stepbrothers are constantly taking credit for her ideas 
So she's been looking for a project that can just be hers and taking it on. She's really got something to prove to them and almost to her, especially. And because she has something to prove with a lot riding on this deal and on the line for her, she kind of doubts herself at times throughout this project. But Ford is right there speaking her love language and giving her all the words of encouragement that she needs. And it's not done in like a condescending way or a way that minimizes the incredible work that she does or the ideas that she has. His encouragement is truly genuine. He would just continually support her ideas and acknowledge her skills and intelligence throughout their project together. And that's exactly what she needed. I loved seeing how both of them, Ford and Ellery, worked together through their struggles and were finally able to admit their love for one another by the end of the story. I can't recommend it enough, even the entire series, just completely fabulous. My next book recommendation focuses on the love language gift giving, where the character shows how much he cares by the gifts he gives another. I wasn't sure really which book on my list to talk about, but I am going to go with a recent read that I read, which is Mile High by Liz Tomford. This book is in kind of like an office romance, but about a hockey player and the flight attendant on the team's jet that gets under his skin. Xander plays professional hockey in Chicago, and he's the player everyone loves to hate on the ice and off the ice for his playboy ways. And he soon has it bad for Stevie, the flight attendant. But there's so much more than meets the eye when it comes to Xander. He may have a reputation and a face that he shows the public. But deep down, he's a guy who loves his found family fiercely and just wants to be loved in return. His love language is gift giving. So I guess he sort of acts out his own love language. He made sure to buy Stevie clothes that she could keep at his place, and he was constantly giving gifts to his niece, his best friend's daughter, that he'd bring back from every road trip. It was just so super cute, and I loved those moments he had with his niece. He was incredibly fabulous, and I loved how his friends would tease him about his fashion sense and all the clothes that he would buy, but that was definitely his own love language. So he might be acting out, like I said, his own love language to others, which are gift, which is gift giving, but it was such a great book and I loved how he did show his love that way. So check out Mile High by Liz Tomford. All right, the next love language is quality time, where you show your partner your love for them with quality time spent with them. And I'm going to highlight one of my favorite books, which is People We Meet on Vacation by Emily Henry. It is a friends to lovers, sort of opposites attract book. And as I, I think my favorite book that she has written so far. Poppy and Alex are two friends that have nothing in common. But somehow, ever since a fateful car share ride home from college many years ago, they have become the best of friends. And so despite for most of the year living far apart from one another, every summer for a decade, they have taken one week's vacation together until two years ago when they ruined everything and they honestly haven't spoken since. Then Poppy decides that she's going to convince her best friend to take one more vacation together and lay everything out on the table to make it right. And Alex luckily agrees to join her. 
So she has one week to fix, you know, the problem between their relationship and finally discuss the one big truth that has always stood in the middle of their friendship. All right, this book, gosh, I loved these two. And I recently put it on my list of unputdownable books because I just had to keep reading to understand why they hadn't spoken for two years. Now, Alex spoke with the love language of quality time because he never hesitated to spend his vacations with Poppy wherever she wanted to go, even if it was somewhere he didn't really care for. Though they are just friends, his gift of time proved that his feelings ran deeper and they surely did. So I loved all the flashbacks in this book to their vacations together. It was really such a fun way to see their what their relationship, their friendship really was all about and how their relationship could grow to more. So definitely a must read book and a really great one to show the love language of quality time. The last love language is physical touch, where you feel or show love in return through acts of physical touch. Yes, of course, many romance books have some aspect of physical touch in them, especially the super steamy ones. But this is a bit different beyond just a couple, you know, making out or having sex in a romance book. It's about characters who recognize that their partner needs physical touch to feel the love from that person again it was really hard to pick a book to talk about for this one because there's so many but i chose heated rivalry by rachel reed this book is by far one of the best hockey romance books and one of the best enemies to lovers books worth reading so just put it on your tbr list if you haven't read it because it's fantastic it's also a gay romance novel about two rival professional hockey players, Shane Hollander and Ilya Rosanoff. They have this <laughs> epic long-standing feud on the ice. So publicly, they're enemies, but privately, they start this intimate secret affair with one another. Now, even when these guys first start getting it on it's not like they are having you know deep discussions or spending quality time with one another they're just getting it on and they keep getting it on and on and it becomes obvious that they care for one another and really do start to love one another so even if they cannot admit their love for one another to each other and definitely not to the league or the press their physical touch to each other sort of says it all so it's amazing Highly recommend it. Even if physical touch isn't your top love language, it definitely seemed like it was for Shane and Ilya in Heated Rivalry by Rachel Reed. Okay, so that wraps up my super fun book list. But as I said, don't forget to jump over to my full list for even more book recommendations based on the five love languages, which I will include a link in the show notes below. But before I sign off, I am going to draw a card from my A Year of Reading Romance card deck, which if you're not familiar with it, it is a 52 card deck with cards that each have a reading challenge prompt on them, as well as a romance category or romance book trope on it. So whenever you are stuck in a rut or can't decide which book you want to read or just want to change up your reading and, you know, have somebody else choose a book category for you, then 
grab, go over to shebejormansbooks.com. You can buy one of these card decks for yourself and then have fun picking a card and reading a book. So I am going to shuffle it up, all of my cards. Do, do, do. I'm going to pick one and give some recommendations for us. All right. So to this episode's card draw, the category is friends to lovers. Ooh, okay. So gosh, in this episode, I already talked a great about a great friends to lovers book, which is people we meet on vacation. But I would also recommend Romancing Mr. Bridgerton is a really great friends to lovers book by Julia Quinn. You can read that actually now in anticipation of Bridgerton season three TV series coming out soon. Or let's see, kind of a throwback title. I would recommend Moonlighter by Serena Bowen. I liked this book because it brings together two people who were kind of friends when they were younger. And it also weaves in a little bit of suspense and a really strong heroine and a guy who was a hockey player who's now acting as a bodyguard. Lots of cool stuff for Moonlighter by Serena Bowen. All right, so on this card, it also gives a reading challenge. Our challenge for this card is to listen to an audiobook. Okay, so let's see. I don't listen to a ton of books on audio, but one that I did listen to recently, and I actually loved it on audio, was Love Light Farms by B.K. Borison. Definitely give that one a shot. Or I also did listen as an audiobook the Kiss Quotient by Helen Huang. That one was fabulous. I thought the narrator did a really great job depicting our heroine who was neurodivergent. So maybe give those two a try to read the to meet the reading challenge of listening to an audiobook. Yay! All right, thank you so much for listening. Hope you enjoyed this episode. As always, happy reading because life is better with a love story. That's all for this episode of the She Reads Romance Books podcast. I hope you enjoyed it and found some new books to add to your TBR list. If you did, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast app. It really helps me reach more romance book lovers like you, and I appreciate your support. If you're a book boyfriend collector like me, then you'll want to join my email list so you never miss a podcast episode or a new book list. Just visit shereadsromancebooks.com slash join and sign up today. As a thank you, I'll instantly send you my list of top 10 book boyfriends that will make you swoon. Trust me, you don't want to miss this list. Thank you for listening and until next time, happy reading.